You want to be hardcore, you want to be extreme. Well, if you're like the Sandman, then you're listening to the podcast Drunk Wrestling History, dudes. And please be drunk when you hear it. We've got Bush. I like to fuck. Do you like to fuck? It just money shots uh, chairs all over Barrett. Those guys with bang busts think they're a big deal. <laughs> my dick is small. Oh my! This is delicious! What's up, Drunk Marks and Drunk Marquettes? Welcome to Drink Up, same drunk wrestling history, fewer calories. I'm Adam, your designated host, and I've had it with these motherfucking drunk wrestling historians on this motherfucking podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This is Eddie. I'm drunk, I'm old, I'm fucking tired, and I work with fucking children. And this is Scott. The man of a thousand and four drinks. Adam. That was, I, it took me a second to realize what you were doing. I was like, what is, what's going on here? It's very that was fantastic. snake-like. Yeah, I love that movie, by the way. Snakes on the Plane is one of the best movies of all time. I remember in the theaters when he said the line, the entire uh, audience cheered. Yeah, yeah, huge pop. <laughs> Fucking right. I look at the snake bites that dude's dick. <laughs> and that chick's nipple <laughs> that was I love that movie so much. I, I love any movie where people are stuck you know like if anyone's stuck anywhere I'll watch it so you enjoyed um, that Ryan Reynolds movie where he was in a grave that was a great movie you told me about that yeah it was yeah. called like grave or buried or something. buried shit. yeah that was the most that's my favorite Ryan Reynolds movie actually because I'm not a huge Ryan Reynolds fan so you like general. that better than Deadpool also Deadpool yes. 2 yes way better than Deadpool I hated fucking Deadpool the first time I saw it then I watched it again. I was like, okay, it's not that bad. And the Deadpool 2 was pretty cool. But no, the movie where he's buried. Because he's not being Ryan Reynolds. He's always Ryan Reynolds in every movie. You know That's what I mean? true. Like, like, That's true, yeah. Like, like, I don't think he's necessarily that great of an actor. Because um, he just sort of always plays the same character. But he was totally different in that movie. Right. Um, see, I feel that way about Michael Sarah. He's always yeah, the same fucking guy in every fucking movie. Hmm. Except when he played himself in This Is The End. That was great. Yeah, that yeah, was like was his awesome. best role. Because he was being himself. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. he was different from every other character he's ever been in every other movie. Yeah, exactly, yeah, that was cool, yeah. Um, if you like movies where people are stuck, check out a movie called Fall. It's these two chicks climb this fucking big giant antenna, it's like 2,000 feet tall, and they get stuck on the top of it. Oh, shit. I it think was I've like, seen clips of that, like one of them threw their shoe down to get this guy's attention or yeah. something. Yeah, dude, and the way they shoot it, it's like it makes your balls go up into your throat sometimes. It's just like very, like uncomfortable to watch you know it has like they shoot it with motion if that makes sense even though they're stationary it's just really unsettling it's a great fucking movie okay and there you go yeah cool and phone booth of course you know well uh strap on sally 22 they get strap on sally 22 yeah that she was stuck in the strap on right i guess she could have left the house but the strap on wasn't leaving her (laughs) well We'll be sure to let you know when our uh, movie review collection or our Siskel and Ebert <laughs> episode takes place. That was a nice preview, and I uh, hope you uh, tune in for that upcoming one. But for this week, uh, we have 
a fun episode planned for you. First off, make sure that you do head over to winamaneuver.net, get those Drunk Wrestling History t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, and onesies, especially for the miniature Drunk Marks and Drunk Marquettes. Drunk Wrestling History logo on the chest, loud and proud like a true Drunk Wrestling Historian. It's 2023. Try some new things out. Maybe this is one of your resolutions. And you could do that by going to whatamaneuver.net and buying a fucking shirt. Buy a fucking yeah, get, shirt. Well, make it your new, new Year's resolution. Get it a size too small. And then that'll, um, you know, motivate you to lose a couple pounds. Or a size too big and say you're going to eat more pizza this year. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. I feel yeah, like I'm I've been leaving s- pizza out too much this year. So next year I'm going to do it up. <laughs> well, I already got you that double XL shirt from the uh, the uh, bar in New Orleans. You were planning ahead for me. I appreciate yeah, that. Right. Yeah. You can grow into it. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to it. Yeah. The alibi. The alibi. <laughs> Love that place. But the ghost bar is way better. I agree. Here we go on another segue. We'll talk yeah. about New Orleans in a different episode. That's and not no what the segue bar. is, but go ahead. All right. <laughs> yeah. For this week, we are taking it back to the year of our Lord, 1991, on a November 23rd episode of WWF Superstars of Wrestling. This is the infamous... I would say graphic scene of when Jake the Snakes Cobra Lucifer bit the Macho Man Randy Savage. This is taking place at the Allen County War Memorial Coliseum in Fort Wayne, Indiana, current home of the Fort Wayne Mad Ants of the NBA G League. (laughs) The Mad Ants? The Mad Mad Ants. Ants. Yes. (laughs) Mad Ants. All right. That's a lamer name than Ducks. Unless it's a collection of like really angry relatives that are all like <laughs> just a bunch of Karens. A right. bunch of Karens, a bunch of, yeah. Like, yeah, your mom has a re- bunch of cunty sisters. Exactly, yeah. And they're all gathered in a room with their horrible haircuts. They all look like Greg the Hammer Valentine. Yeah, it's horrifying. <laughs> Not that we're making any assumptions to our listeners in Fort Wayne, Indiana. <laughs> Did they pronounce it ants or aunts in Indiana? I assume ants. <laughs> I don't know. I've only driven through Indiana. I didn't stop. I kind of pulled over to pee or something, I guess. But I I just. All I know is that if they're drinking uh, some Coca Cola, they're definitely drinking some pop. Pop. Yes. Pop. Pop. Yeah. (laughs) So I named this episode Macho Man versus Lucifer because that's kind of what it was. And when did you say this took place? September? November of 1991. November. Wow. Okay. So it was November. We got to back up to April of 91. Uh, to get into the background behind this. So April 27th, 1991, you have Jake the Snake versus Earthquake. At the end of the match, so this was like the craziest angle of all time because it started out crazy. It was crazy in the middle and it ended with the most insane shit ever. Um, So you have a murder, April 27th, 1991, on an episode of, I think it was Superstars. I should have written that down. Earthquake killed Damien. Jake the Snake's pet. killed him. Right. He, He squashed him with the Earthquake Splash. And I think there was like a grease spot in the center of the map yes. where he did it. He hit him with the earthquake flash like three times. I was killing a python by sitting on it. Right. Which I assume would work, I guess. I Because mean, it, it was inside of a bag. So it was all kind of lumped in on itself. And earthquakes like, Ooh. what, 450? Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. So, so you jumped the on snake it. up. Right. And I think I read somewhere they filled it up with like hamburger. So it would like leak through the bag. <laughs> Like that's what was actually inside the bag. And Did anybody get some earthquake's ass? Um, yeah, for snake. 
Um, or for a, oh, for an accident, you mean? Yeah, it's like earthquake shit himself. Yeah, <laughs> through a snake bag. Right. That's a bad one, man. <laughs> what did you um, eat? Yeah, and um, then Earthquake went on to later on on primetime wrestling show up and serve Quake burgers to Vince and Lord Alfred Hayes which he later revealed were the snake. Right, because somehow he managed to get the bag that they took the dead snake back in. Yeah. Grind well, it up into a a, a meat, a yeah, ground meat. Right, right, right. You and then made hamburgers, snake. sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's a place, uh, there used to be a place near us that had python um, fondue. Interesting. Really? Yeah, it was a fondue place that had Python, but every time I went there twice, and the first time it was we went on a Sunday, and they said they did deliver it on Friday, and it's gone by like lunchtime on Saturday. Holy crap! The next time we went, and the next time we went there, they said they like couldn't get it anymore. So I don't know if they have it now, but they were like we're looking for a new distributor. But yeah, you can eat Python. Damn! So this is where Rambo comes in. One king cobra. <laughs> yeah. Rambo will find those snakes for you. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, I'm yeah. He's got scene. skills. Thinking of that scene from The Water Boy, eat. Uh, coach comes over to eat snake. What am I about to eat? I would say it's his knee. <laughs> <laughs> so he had a short feud with Earthquake, but the main thing that came out of this is that's when he got Lucifer. Because I know it's like notorious that he went through like a million snakes. He'd have like a different snake like every every month or so. But on TV, you know, as kids, we were told it was just the same Damien. Yeah, yeah. 80 fucking, what, 7 on? 88, 86, just, whatever year it was? No, dude, he wrestled at WrestleMania 2 with that snake. So we're so going 86. back to 86. Yeah, like early yeah. 86. Right, so at this point, it had been four, five years, he'd had the same yes. snake. Yeah. And he was killed. And then Jake starts to get kind of dark. He's still a baby face. But his, and I mean, Jake was always kind of dark. His promos were always kind of dark. But they get a little darker. And then he shows up with the fucking Cobra. Yeah, with a cobra, which he enjoyed that cobra. He loved that cobra. He did because it was a lot lighter than the fucking python. Right, right. So yeah, I would a, lep- I'd, I'd prefer to carry that around too. Oh, for sure. And he said that the Lucifer weighed like 15 pounds as opposed to a python, which, I mean, I'm not a snake guy, but you got to figure that python weighs at least, what, 60 pounds, 70 pounds? Yeah, something like that probably, I would imagine. I remember him on like Regis and Kathy Lee saying like the snake can weigh up to 400 pounds and shit. It was when he was feuding with Andre because he's like, a snake can get as big as Andre. It could weigh up to 450 pounds or whatever. Like, <laughs> Bitch, please. That's not a, you're not carrying a 60 pound, a sixty foot python with you. Well, he said it was a whole thing getting through like airport security with the snake, with the python, you know, because it was heavy and you had to put it. Th- so he said going around with Lucifer was way more convenient for him. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's way easier to get through the airport with the Cobra. Yeah. yeah and then what happens when he Scared goes the back shit to out w- of passengers, but you know, still. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. But then he goes back to WWF in what? 95, 96. And they give him, uh, oh, got revelations. And here he goes back to a fucking Python again. Yeah, having that a, that big motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. was that albino one? Like Brittany in the toxic when she did toxic at the VMAs with the Python. Oh, wait, was it yellow? Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Dude, oh, you don't remember okay. that? Uh, no. I'm not as big of a Britney fan as you are. Well, who is? But I mean, seriously, no, right. that was like super iconic. I mean, I remember Justin Timberlake's performance where he had the big boombox behind him, but... Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're a big... You're, well, no one's as big of a Justin Timberlake fan as you. Exactly. I was going to say who is, but no, you're right. Like, I am the biggest. <laughs> so he does the short feud with Earthquake. 
Um, and then he moves on to Warrior. Warrior is having a deal with Undertaker. And Jake offers to teach Warrior the secret to defeating him. Right. And he gives him, so like every week he has a different task for him. He has to complete these ridiculous tasks. And one of them was like, I think he had, the last one was like he had to run through a room full of Cobras or something like that. Jesus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then he opened a chest. I think that was the third one. I forget the first two. I should have written them down. Um, but they weren't as cool. Yeah, he did like and, three Big Macs or some shit and not have diarrhea afterwards. Or I forget what it was. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Ride the subway and don't say anything racist. <laughs> Run to the ring at WrestleMania 6 and don't get blown up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Do a suplex. <laughs> Your face paused. Uh, did we pause? I'm getting a phone call. I'm ignoring it. Oh, okay. It's just my wife. She'll call back. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Don't tell her. I, listeners, don't, I don't know anything. Listeners, don't um, tell her. Yeah, don't anything. tip Shannon off that I ignored her phone yeah. call during recording. So he goes across this room of cobras and opens a chest. The secret's supposed to be in there, and a cobra comes out and bites him. Right. And at yeah. this point, you're like, oh, Jake's fucked up. Like, he's, I think he's a heel. Y- yes, this was the turn. Yeah. Yeah. And this was right before SummerSlam of that year. So at SummerSlam, we get the match made in heaven and the match made in hell. And the match made in hell was Hogan and Warrior, right? Against the. Uh, Sarge Slaughter. and his cronies, Adnan yeah. and Sheik. Yep. Right. And the match made in heaven is war, uh, Warrior, Macho Man and Elizabeth getting married. Right. Which they've been married years before this, but on TV they were not married. I think they were actually split up by this point. <laughs> oh, you might be right. Yeah. yeah I, I think they I were. I yeah. looked that up. I think you might be right. Yeah. Irony. So they do the wedding at the end of SummerSlam, which is a shitty way to close out a pay-per-view, but that's what they did. Right. Um, and then that's kind of the end of it. And the next week on Superstars, we see video of the wedding reception in which <laughs> Elizabeth opens a package and a cobra comes out. <laughs> and here come Jake and um, Undertaker to attack Macho Man. Yeah. And then um, Sid ended up breaking it up, right? I believe Sid, Sid did, bo- yeah, because Sid was a uh, face at this point. Yeah, Sid came and ran him off. Now, the plan for this was it was supposed to be Jake feuding with Warrior. Yes. Warrior got fired as soon as the show was over. This is like the infamous show where Warrior came and held Vince up for money. Yes, exactly. So right. Warrior got fired right after SummerSlam. And so they basically moved Warrior out because he was gone and slid Macho Man into that spot. Yeah, right. I wonder how this, if they hadn't, if they hadn't fired Sid, I wonder if this angle would have happened at all. Like I assume, no. Um. Well, I mean, the wedding was going to happen anyway. Right, but with right, the wedding reception, but- would they have done that whole thing? Maybe not. Like, maybe that was like, okay, we're going to get Warrior here. We're going to pay him his money. We're going to shit can him. So let's film a bit at the end of the wedding. Yeah. We'll, I su- so maybe, yeah, that all came together within a few weeks, maybe. Uh, dude, I don't think it was a few weeks. I think it was a week because I think it was the following week's Superstars. So the wedding was on Sunday. Superstars is when they showed the wedding reception. So I think they called an audible got it. that night or the next morning and were like, hey, you guys get your ass to Stanford to the studio. Yeah, and we got to shoot this wedding scene. So yeah. like that was some quick, you know, do this. And they, they prop, I don't, they might've, I don't know when they would have shot that episode of Superstars. It probably would have been during the week, you know? Yeah. Um, and they would shoot like several weeks at a time. 
Yeah. So it was a really last minute decision because Warrior fucked up like a fucking asshole like he always does. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, they obviously had big plans for that Jake and Warrior feud. I mean, to do the whole, you've got to go through these three tests or these three tasks. And then Jake does a full turn, mm -hmm. you know, so obviously he's evil now. Warrior is your baby face. It was, it was custom ordered. It's like, here you go. Boom. Ready to go with a feud. And then you shit can one of the main guys in that thing. So yeah, it made a lot of sense. Just slide Macho Man into that spot. Right, but here's the, the tricky part about that. Macho Man had lost a retirement match at WrestleMania. Yes, to Ultimate so he Warrior. Was yeah. He was just a commentator, so what's Macho Man going to do? He can't have a match with Jake to get back at him. Right. You know, for putting a cobra in his wife's wedding present. Yeah. <laughs> right. You would think someone would want revenge for that. Um. So you end up getting... Sid versus El Diablo in a mask on Superstars. You don't know who El Diablo is. Paul Bearer comes out and convinces El Diablo to leave to have Undertaker wrestle him. Why Undertaker wants to wrestle El Diablo is anyone's guess. El Diablo ends up taking off his mask and attacks Sid. So he and Undertaker beat down Sid. Jake gets the Cobra out because you're like, fuck me, this guy is no joke with this Cobra. He's sicking this fucking thing on people. Hacksaw comes out and runs him off. And I thought, goddamn, dude, how badass is Hacksaw that he ran off the Undertaker, Jake the Snake, and a Cobra? And a Cobra. They're all afraid of Hacksaw. And his 2 by 4 Yeah, and his 2 by 4 And then, now you have another big fucking uh, wrench thrown into the plan. Sid gets hurt, and then he's out. Bicep injury, yep. Yeah. So then Jake starts talking shit to Macho Man every week, so then it's clearly like, okay, this is just what we're getting out of this whole situation. It's just Jake. And Macho Man and Undertaker is going to have to do his own thing. Yeah. Um, well, they've just lost two huge faces, right? Sid right. injured, Ultimate Warrior fired. Okay, Macho Man's on the shelf. We're not using him. Yep. Time to become, become an active competitor again. Yeah, which actually, man, I, would, I don't know where I would even look this up, but I wonder if the plan was ever for Macho Man to get back in the ring after this. Because, you know, it was like, it's pretty well known that Vince wanted to retire Macho Man. He wanted him to be done. He wanted to have him be an outside of the ring talent kind of guy. Yeah. Because um, this is around the time he wants to start pushing those new guys like Brett starting to move up. Hogan's still there for another year. Yeah. Um, but Vince is already starting to make moves. We got to get this new generation the of guys. The new generation. Yep. Yeah. The Rockers split up around this time or a little, yes. a little after this, you know, and Sean starts to get that singles push. So... Yeah, it was a really weird time because Vince is like, well, I want to put the focus on the newer guys, not the guys like Macho Man. And then he brings back fucking Bob Backlund. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the and fuck made him that? champion. Like it wasn't even to use Bob Backlund to get the younger guys over. It was just yeah, like, no, we're, yeah, we're going to make this guy champ. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was weird. It was yeah. fucking weird. He just he wanted guys that weren't doing steroids. And clearly Backlund was not doing steroids. No, no. Yeah, you know what? I never really thought about it that way. That might be was why he brought working back. out? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's definitely why Brett and Sean got the pushes, because it was like, okay, these guys are smaller and don't look like steroid freaks. Yeah, so they're but clean. You might, you might be right about Backlund, and Backlund kind of had that reputation as like a Boy Scout, you know? Yeah, totally. He wouldn't so even do that, Sun. Yeah. <laughs> I never even thought about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> shit. Um, so Jake starts talking shit to Macho Man every week. And on November 23rd, like Adam said, it's a Saturday before Survivor Series. Um, Macho Man comes to the ring and he's like, Macho's had enough at this point. And Jake fucks him right up, ties him up in the ropes, and he sticks that cobra right on his ass. And this was the craziest Vincent thing that Piper ever happened in wrestling. also commentary. Yes. Uh, keep in mind. Yep. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, it was Piper and was it Vince? Yeah. Yeah, Piper and Vince. Yeah, Piper, yeah. Piper, Vince, and Macho Man. Yeah, 
And this had to be the craziest angle in WWE history at this point, right? Like Adam said, it was violent. Like watching it, it on that Saturday morning, I'll, I'll never forget it, dude. It's just like, this is holy shit, that's, shit for a Saturday morning. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that snake has teeth and that yeah. snake is latched onto Macho's arm. Holy yeah, shit, it, there's blood. Yeah, Adam just said it was on Saturday morning. This was right after like Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? This yeah. was the last block of, of this was the last block of kids programming on Saturday morning. You had, yeah. you know, cartoons, wrestling, and then it went to like, I don't know, they would put on like uh, Blazing Saddles or something after that. <laughs> right, you're watching Monchi Cheese eating your Ghostbuster cereal mm-hmm. and you finish that shit up and then here comes Jake with a snake chewing on Macho, like literally chewing on Macho Man's arm, dude. It's like, digging was, in there and then... He I was, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what was shown live with or without that X censored. Originally, but, it was without the X. Without. So okay. week, week oh. one, it didn't Ooh. have the X, but every time they yeah. replayed it after that, it had the X. Yeah, because who was watching this t- this show? This was kids watching it. Like you said, Eddie, it was cartoons and then wrestling. This was kids watching this, and here it is, and 11 o'clock in the kids morning. in the crowd on top of that. Exactly, watching all of this go down. Yeah, like you said, you nailed it, Adam. It's It was violent. You it weren't used crazy. to seeing shit like this. Yeah. You don't see this kind of it, violence at on American Gladiators, even if a gladiator lost her temper on the contestant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This would be like Coco Beware having his parrot gouge out somebody's eyeballs. Like the macaw <laughs> goes nuts and like plucks out somebody's <laughs> eyes. Like that would never happen. But here's crazy Jake with his fucking snake chewing on Macho Man's arm. And that motherfucker didn't let go. Yeah. So you watch it and Jake, I've heard Jake talks about this in interviews. Well, first of all, let's back up a little bit. Um, so, you know, obviously they planned this. Macho Man agreed to it. But Jake has told the story that Macho came to him earlier before the show in the locker room and was like, is he really devenomized? And Jake's like, yeah, of course he's fucking devenomized. Yeah, does and that goes, snake have its gimmicks? Yeah, does the snake have its gimmicks? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's what he said. I died yeah, when I read that, dude. to to me that yeah. the snake has been fixed. Yeah. <laughs> so he made Jake have the snake bite his leg. Yeah. And Jake let the snake bite his leg, and he Initially, said he was all pissed like, off about that. He's like, no, I'm not letting this fucking snake bite me. He's like, oh, so I guess the snake is not fixed then. Or, yeah, he yeah, wanted so, to make, so, make sure nobody was going to kill the Macho Man. Yeah. Right, right. He was like, yeah, maybe you're trying to take the Macho Man's spot. Yeah, exactly, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Also, and, like, in all of these retellings, like, both him and a- anybody else involved saying that that is literally how Macho Man talks. And in one of their examples, like, if Ma- if you were to go to uh, a McDonald's, it'd be like, well, I guess I'll have a cheeseburger and some fries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Jake lets a snake bite him. So he's all pissed off. He said he was mad about this. He was like, what the fuck, dude? Really? Like, I'm going to try to kill you? you know? well, and then Macho made him wait. He made him sit Macho there to made, make sure that he made, didn't die. Made him wait. Yeah, he no medications or no water. Yep. Just let it sit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh now, God, I heard Macho right. Man years ago on, of all places, Loveline. He did an interview on Loveline, and they talked about this. Yeah, Adam Carolla mentioned it. I don't even know what he was there to promote. Maybe that fucking album he put That out. album, yeah. Yeah, man, that, this, yeah, this would have been maybe 2002 or so. And he said he drank a 12-pack backstage. Because he was like, how do you do that? Oh. He was like, you can't do that sober. I don't know if that's true, but he was on commentary up until this point. If he drank a 12-pack and went and did commentary and you couldn't tell, that's a world-class drunk. I mean, <laughs> some guys came to the ring drunk and you could never tell. 
I'm on my third fucking beer right now and one more and the listeners will be able to tell I've been drinking. Can, it's embarrassing, actually. Sometimes I'll hear an episode. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can tell. <laughs> You've been denogonized. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I switched to the uh, Hell or High Mango. I only had one denogonizer, but I, that's all I need. Although I might oh, okay, have a yeah. little tequila. I might have a little tequila before the next episode. Uh, but you're not going to get uh, crazy. It is Sunday. Uh, Yeah, well, you know, like I said, I'm not sure I'm going to work tomorrow. Yep. Um, so Jake, so it's like, how do you get a snake to bite someone? Right. I assume, and I haven't heard this address. I would think, I guess a cobra is going to defend itself. Right. But I would think maybe you also don't feed the fucking thing. Cause well, he didn't say anything about doing anything to prompt it to bite himself. Was Jake smacking it though? Like when Macho was, you'd have to say right? He said he smacked the shit out of that cobra. He said oh, he had shit. his back to Macho. Macho didn't see him doing it, and he smacked the shit out of the cobra and got it pissed off. This is making me have and, a bite my leg, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm gonna piss yeah, this thing off. Right, and as soon as he fucking put that cobra near him, it bit right onto his arm, dude. Dude, and that, like we said, that motherfucker did not let go. He was chewing the fuck out of Macho's arm, dude. Yeah, so I timed it. Um, He let the snake bite him for about 15 seconds, and then he spent about another 10 trying to get the snake off. He starts shaking it. You can see him trying to wiggle it off. And I mean, I don't even know if you. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to get the snake off. <laughs> like who even knows how to get a snake off of somebody? <laughs> um, but he spent about 10 seconds trying to trying to take the snake off of his ass. And I mean, he was latched on there. Now, if you go back and watch that snake, obviously he had his gimmicks removed. He also had no fangs. Really? He had teeth, but he didn't have fangs. And I, cause oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm watching the video cause I've, I've watched it a thousand times over the years, but I started really watching it and paying attention. I was like, where is fangs? I think his fangs are out, but he had teeth like a front row of, you know, teeth in the front. Okay. And I started Googling cobras and some of them seem to have teeth or maybe the teeth are retractable. I don't know. And some of them don't, but this one definitely had like a row of teeth on the top and bottom, but he didn't have fangs. So, okay. I mean, so, I mean, he didn't get like a fang going like an inch and a half into his bicep. Or yeah, it his, wasn't no, total it penetration. A, it would have been, a, it would have been, a, right. It was not total penetration just, of the form. Just a bite. Yeah. Yeah. But still a cobra was biting his fucking ass. Right. Right. And yeah. Macho Man sold that shit hella good too. Like he looked like he was in pain. Oh, and then they the finally uh, the referees get him out or whoever gets him out. Yeah, and he's swinging at Jake, yes. and you think he's blind. Piper runs down he's there like, trying to help him, and then like just in all these coverage stories, it's established that Piper is terrified of snakes. Every baby face is terrified of snakes, or every heel yeah. was terrified of snakes, and then just every baby face was terrified him. of snakes. Then, yes, yeah. then every yeah. baby face was scared of them. Right, the snake phobia goes with Jake's. Uh, Moral alignment. Well, to be fair, though, it does make way more sense for the baby faces to be afraid of the snake because when Jake was a heel, he had a cobra. Mm -hmm. When he was a face, he just had a python. I mean, still, that's like scary. But like if you had to take a bite from one or the other, I don't know. I'm thinking of cobra is probably more scary, right? I don't know, dude. I might rather die by cobra than by python. Like I feel like maybe the poison will just kind of put you to sleep and slowly kill you while you're out. But being crushed to death by a python would be fucked. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know what you're Also, which if you're is worse. small enough, if you're small enough, a python can eat you whole, right? Like a python could swallow Peyton. True, or Taz. Or Taz. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> They're both in AEW, I'm just saying. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, as a result of this, Tony reinstates Macho Man and he bans snakes. He banned that snake forever. 
And that was the last you ever saw of the snakes until, like you said earlier, his return with the Britney snake. Yes. Um, and I'm sure Jake was thrilled with that development. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Macho was in the hospital mm-hmm. for a few days post-bite. Yeah. He said he spiked a fever. Mm-hmm. The snake died 12 days later. Did it? The snake died 12 days after biting Macho Man. Macho killed the snake? Which reminds me of the joke that, that I've snake heard. Di- that, that snake died from alcohol poisoning. <laughs> Will you Macho- stop? Macho drank that 12 pack. <laughs> he killed the snake. It reminds me of that uh, a rattlesnake bit Chuck Norris. And five days oh. later, the snake died. Right, right. Yeah, that's kind of what happened to the snake, dude. It bit Macho Man, couldn't handle the madness. R.I.P. <laughs> Lucifer. <laughs> Macho Man killed I, Lucifer. I, I, madness I greater than venom. I can't spread any more poison <laughs> to my enemies. <laughs> I just didn't want the snake to kill me. <laughs> I killed that fucking snake. <laughs> didn't even do it on purpose. My blood's that strong, brother. It just strengthens the legend that is Macho Man. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Mr. WrestleMania and a snake killer. Yeah. Also, yeah. just on his end, like trying to egg him on after detaching the snake. Keep dangling the snake towards me. We could get some really good viewership and money out of this one. Yep. That's true. Yeah, Macho was like, let's go fucking crazy. If we're going to do this, let's make some money off of this. Yeah, but the best bit was Macho Man selling it after. All right, the snake's chewing on his arm. It's now released. Mm -hmm. But now he's selling the effects of the venom. And he's he's throwing punches at nothing. Yeah, just swinging wildly. Yeah, dude, it was so good. Like that, you go back and watch it like, God damn, Macho Man was one of the best, dude. He was a pro. Yeah. Yeah, he totally was. What a moment. He really was, yeah. So they have their first match at Tuesday in Texas. And if you've not heard our Tuesday in Texas episode and you want to hear me completely shit-faced, go back and listen to that. I think it's episode two or three. Yeah. Um, Macho Man won, but after the match, he got beat down and so did Liz. Uh, Jake fucking decked her ass. Yep. And um, so then the so that was... The Tuesday after Survivor Series, which is like a week after this whole fiasco. Um, at the at the Rumble, Macho Man tossed Jake, and they had the blow-off match at Saturday Night's Main Event 30, which was not long after that. Macho Man beat him with two elbows. And then after the match, Jake was backstage with the chair, and he was going to crack either Macho Man or Liz, whoever came through first. <laughs> yep. But Undertaker came up behind him and grabbed that chair, and he hit him with it instead. So Undertaker, so the end result of this is Undertaker um, turns babyface and then he ends up feuding with Jake going forward. They have a match at WrestleMania. Yeah, and honestly, like Undertaker turning face, I think is what set in motion Undertaker's status to where it is today. Had oh, they for not- sure, because he was, he was face, well, I think until he started, till the ministry, like seven years later. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he had a solid run of being a face, but endearing him to the fans the way that they did it was mm-hmm. fucking genius. The timing of it was perfect. And Jake being as evil as he was to where not even The Undertaker wanted to be aligned with him. Yeah. That did more for The Undertaker, I think, to really align him on the side of the faces and really endear him to the fans. And honestly, like without that turn... I don't know, man. I don't know that Undertaker lasts as I mean, how long was that gimmick going to go with him as a heel? He had almost become like like a sidekick at that point to Jake. But that really yeah. established him 
as a main roster guy and then beating Jake at WrestleMania 8 solidified him even further. And that just, man, that was the rocket on his back at that point. No well, looking right, back. Now, right, because he beat Snooker the previous year. Now he beats uh, Jake. So he beat two guys, like really legendary type guys in yeah, a row. Yeah, walking through legends now, exactly. And yeah. you're right, Jake was at this point the most hated person in the company, so he's the perfect guy for Undertaker to come and kick his ass. Nobody was more evil than Jake at this point, and so for yeah. for Undertaker to turn on him, the fans immediately latched on. Yeah, and Jake was so good in that character. When we met him at Access before 31, yeah. I, I told him, I was like, dude, you scared the fuck out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> and I was like 12 when he turned uh, heel, you know what I mean? I wasn't even yes. that young. But he was just so good and so convincing, and he had the fucking snake. Yes. You know, like he was legit scary to me when I was a little kid. Yeah, well, it just shows his range, too, because we remember him. Yeah, he was a heel first coming up. I remember his feud with Steamboat vividly. Mm -hmm. But then when he became a face, he was one of the most over guys in the company, and he was one of those that didn't need a title. Right. Right, he had enough shine on him to where he didn't need a title or a belt to, to build him up. But, man, when he turned... He was every bit as good of a heel as he was as a face, if not better. I thought as he was better. Yeah, yeah, he. I, but the, his range that he could play both characters or both sides of the fence so well just speaks volumes about him, man. A true legend. I know we've totally. we've really hyped up Macho Man, but let's give credit to Jake too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he was incredible. He really um, was. Drunk fact. Macho Man claims because this was a short feud, right? It went from like November to like January. Well, yeah, I guess it wasn't it, long. Well. Yeah, I mean, they had their first match in November. Macho Man claims they cut it short, and who knows where it would have gone. He claims they cut it short because Elizabeth's parents weren't smart to the business, and they were pissed at him because Jake hit her. Oh, <laughs> what? Like, they were pissed that he didn't do more to protect her, and this is what Macho Man claims. Oh, wow. And he kind of had to go have the angle shut down because of that. Oh, that's hilarious. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. And I think that wraps up uh, Jake versus Lucifer. That's hilarious. And Scott's getting another phone call. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm declining it. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, well, wife. I'll now. call you back. Yeah, it, call her back when we're done. Bobby had a baby. It's a boy. Okay. It's a boy. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. I I got it. I'm with you. Adam. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, '90s. That takes care of our episode. What do you all think of these events as they occurred? Did it scare the living shit out of you at 11 or 12 uh, during in the morning during the day when you were watching this while you were eating your goat? What was it? Ghostbusters cereal? Ghostbusters cereal. Yes. All right. Well, what'd you or think? C-3PO cereal. Right. Which would make your duty turn uh, green. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> or in some cases, greener. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> And what do you think of our coverage of this episode? Please let us know on the social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, wrestling underscore drunk. Please remind your family and friends, heels and faces, to like, share, and subscribe to our show. Leave reviews so that we get recognition boosts and we keep this drunk wrestling adventure going. On behalf of Scott, who uh, didn't have green poo? I don't know. <laughs> or I don't want to mention any names. And and on behalf of Eddie, I'm Adam, reminding all of you to enjoy your buzz, watch wrestling responsibly, drink like nobody's watching. We will see you next time for another great episode. One, two, three. Slytherin will help you on your way to greatness. Oh, yeah.
How do you get a snake off? <laughs> Baby, can't you see? I'm calling. A like you should wear a warning. It's dangerous. I'm falling. There's no escape. I can't wait. I need a hit. Baby, give me it. You're dangerous. I'm loving Thank you.